0: Yeah, it's, for yeah. me it's obvious. Oh, I, like, yeah. I hope Georgia even thinks yeah, that too. Me too. <laughs> like he's uh look, he's best mate. He's raced together since we were juniors. Junior world Madison champ, and that bloke wakes up in the morning and pisses excellence. He's <laughs> as talented as you get, and I reckon he'll if he gets a chance. And I think he's stepping into a very good lead out and and team. And yeah, I think he'll do some pretty big things. Hey.
1: get elegance and welcome back to the press room podcast presented by swift we're back for 2023 happy new year uh this is a great way to start the year off so if you're listening to this on day one well you're kicking it off right so uh yeah today's episode it's a ripper two of my favorite people in cycling and i'm sure two of yours as well if you're a fan of the podcast georgia baker and luke platt a dual podcast a special so we uh, we all got together when we were chatting a couple of weeks ago to recap their whole season, a real special season for both of them, uh, 2022. Uh, they both you know, were in their first year in the world tour. They went to the coming games, we had world championships, on the road, on the track, um, first grand tour. Uh, they really kicked a lot of goals, so we recapped the season, heard about their off-season, and also talked about this year to come as well, so it's a super exciting app, and I hope you guys really enjoy this one, and um, yeah, keep up to date with Georgia and Luke, because they're, um, yeah, two absolute legends, down to earth, and they are two of Australia's greatest cyclists, um, and they're only going to get better year after year, and who knows, after Nationals, they might be uh they might both be the national champ in some capacity so let's keep our fingers crossed but uh, before we get into the podcast a little update um on uh who's supporting us of course for for this year um, we're bringing on you've heard of the last few episodes we're bringing on cyclic as the summer sponsor attacker remaining as the uh the the kids sponsor of the pod and smith optics as well bumping up their uh um, I guess assistance for the pod, which is really cool. So we're doing some um, pretty sweet things with them this year, and then of course Zwift, the greatest thing on earth. Uh, if you're training indoors, um, if you're from Europe, you know, spewing it's winter, but hey, you got Zwift, so make sure you get on that. Um, there's a new world happening too. I think they're releasing the uh, uh, the world championships course in scotland next year so that's coming up so look out for that on zwift very very exciting and uh yeah i guess big thanks to uh, all the partners of the podcast and especially zwift for backing us so it's gonna be super exciting and for tdu you're gonna be doing some very exciting things for tdu so update on the podcast where we're going okay at the moment right now in geelong for the Bay Creds. Um, I'm actually commentating the racing on the ground there, so look out for me yelling at the riders, and I'll try and get a little episode together with some of the hitters throughout the three days of crit racing. I wonder who's gonna win. It's gonna be really interesting who will win overall. But uh, then we move to road nationals, so um, I'm also commentating the road nationals there on the stage, but I'm gonna get some of the riders together, hopefully get an episode out, um, if not, I will have one with a key protagonist of one of the races throughout the week um, of nationals that we will drop then. And then we go on to the big dance. Of course, for the helpers' Zwift, we're going over to the till and Under. Going to be there for all the days of the women's racing, the World Tour Women's Race for the first year, and then uh, for most of the men's. And there's going to be daily podcasts, very similar to Worlds, except now that I've done it once, I'll go back there again and uh, hopefully improve it and make it even better. So thanks to Zwift there for for hooking us up with a wicked, wicked trip. Um, We'll bump into Lantan Rouge as well, Mr. Patrick. So, um, yeah, hopefully we can do some cool stuff with him. And, uh, yeah, it's just going to be an absolutely ripping Aussie summer. I've got some really cool episodes with, um, yeah, world champions, past world champions, um, all sorts are already in the gun and we'll get plenty more throughout the year. So if you're listening... Plenty of stuff for the Aussie some over the next couple of weeks and the next month, and then we get into the interviews with all the riders throughout the season, the Europeans, the Aussie, everything. It's going to be amazing. So thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for tuning in. And if you're listening for the first time, go back and listen to a lot of the other episodes when you're on the Ergo or out on a training ride or um yeah just just find your uh yeah find your feel there's something in there for everyone so today's episode luke platt georgia baker two absolute legends so you know what to do legends get on the ergo get uh on the commute whatever you're doing time for the first episode of 2023 hope you enjoy and i'll see you soon how's the um little setup and tassie going
2: good It's nice. I like
0: it because I'm home. No, it is good. The uh, it's cold and wet. Like I got today was nice, but being pissed on four days in a row with a maximum of ten degrees and more like five degrees, so it's been pretty grim training. But the
2: first week was first week was good.
0: First week was like thirty degrees, and I was like, get out of town. Where am I? (laughs) And then back to reality. All last week, just getting pissed on every day. Man, the
1: whole place over east is just wet. You know.
0: Yeah. Everywhere. Everywhere though.
3: Hey.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, Perth's been pretty good over in the Republic. Yeah, you got, yeah, a different country over there. You know, I've yeah, heard of in Perth. Mark McGowan, mate, he just brings the weather with us. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: but hey, do you like this shirt?
0: Yeah, very nice. Was that from when he came over for the thing? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah so
1: um, this is all. I don't know if you ever met Zach Williams, but he did. He does some shot no. like works on the world tours of photography. These are all his shots. Fuck. That's oh bit. yeah. No, that's
2: cool.
1: Is he, is he the Kiwi? Uh no, nah, he's um, he's kind of got long hair. Um, yeah. No, nah.
0: know, okay. I he was... If I saw him, maybe. But...
2: That was a Zach Williams.
0: That was a Kiwi sprinter. That is a Kiwi sprinter, but a different one, different different fella. Yeah. Well. Anyway, so not a photographer. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, but he
2: does. He does also do okay, photography
0: on okay. the side. Not him. That. he doesn't follow yeah. the world tour around. Needs to get a more
1: unique name, eh? Maybe like mine. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, hey, how's the um, – how, it must be been pretty nice to spend some time together.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. Like, yeah. well, apart from – like, okay, we've had a lot in the last few weeks, like Kilimanjaro, Africa and this. But before that, like, I did off-season in Melbourne, George was racing track worlds. Before mm-hmm. that, I was at the Vuelta for four weeks. So, yeah, it, it was a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's good now, yeah. Did Africa you, was pretty awesome. Yeah, did you both go to Africa? Yeah, Yeah, so we both climbed Kilimanjaro in off-season. Wow. Which is the hardest thing mentally and physically ever done. Yes. Like uh, genuinely the hardest thing ever done. What's the – give us the stats. What's the – how long does it take? How high is it? 68 hours, 50K, 5,900 metres. Yeah, it took us
2: six days total, but that's like up and down, four days to the summit. Um, And then, yeah, two days to come back down. And, yeah. A whole lot of
0: vomiting. Attitude yeah. sickness oh shit how high yeah, is it? Yeah. Like, five nine so five nine. it's fucking high man <laughs>
3: mm.
0: yeah wow so
2: like,
3: yeah
0: probably like no word of a lie hardest thing i've ever done in my life same for george yeah
2: it was really hard
0: but what was the hardest part
2: um i think it was just the lack of well, the lack of oxygen made it really hard but i think i don't know it's just a combination so like I, I woke up with attitude sickness the day we were meant to summit and it's just like everything is just so much slower. So like it's a seven hour hike from base camp to the summit and it's just like you feel like you have no energy and you're like giving it your all, but you're just literally putting like one foot in front of the other. and
0: Seven back, hours for six and a half K.
2: Yeah. And then you just feel horrible. Like you have a headache and you're vomiting well not vomiting like I vomited at the bottom before I started and at the the very end but when I was actually moving I didn't vomit but I just felt like I didn't feel great um yeah but would
0: recommend 100% would recommend don't don't get me wrong
2: very rewarding Mm. it just was really really hard
0: wow
1: and how high were you guys already
0: uh so you start at 1500 at the bottom of the hill yeah um so the town's at like 500, so that's where we stayed, and then you have a quick like 40 minute drive to the uh, gate. Um, then you go 1500 set first uh, camp at 28, camp at 39. Then you go acclimatization day where you walk to 46, but then back down to 39. Yeah, and then 47. And then on the 47 day, you so you walk from 39 to 47, which is a full day of walking. Get three and a half four hours sleep and wake up at 11 p.m. for summit. And we got back from the summit at two thirty PM. I started at eleven PM. Oh, right! Like it's a massive day, that like
1: is, ridiculous. That's crazy. For some reason, I thought it was in Australia.
0: <laughs> that's Kosyoska. That's Kosyoska. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, like Kilimanjaro. That's Africa. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> Well, I don't
1: know. I saw the, the picture of you guys at the, maybe at the start or something of Kilimanjaro yeah. and you were in the hat, Flappy, and I was like, oh,
0: yeah. Out yeah, the like... thing. So it's 35 degrees at the bottom, minus 15 at the top.
1: Minus 15. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
2: I was so cold. I had like
1: five layers on and I was
0: just, it was, just couldn't warm up. Wow. That's
1: stupid. Yeah. Did you, did you guys put anything at the top?
2: No, we didn't. You're not allowed to. No, it's you're not like only, a, it's not an situation. Yeah, you're only up there for a max like five minutes and you pretty much get a photo and then they're like, okay, come straight back down. And you don't want to be up there for any longer nah. because you just,
3: hmm.
2: like, you don't have the energy. You just want to get down and like go to sleep. But um, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's ridiculous.
2: You, yeah, you don't really put anything. I didn't really think of that either. No.
0: Nah. I right. cracked a beer open at the top yeah. from my favourite brewery in Melbourne. So I like took a beanie and a beer from my favourite brewery Big old shout out, Hop Nation, Hot Palo. <laughs> Took that whole the way up the mountain, and it was like a slushy, but it still made the crack noise. Yeah, popped yeah. a sip back, and it was look, it, it wasn't. I felt drunk after one sip, and just dehydrated and horrible. But it was worth it for the for the video. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, carried that thing up there for five days just for yeah, just a cracker open. Yeah. But no, yeah. it was good.
1: Yeah, that's a really sick experience. Um, when you're doing your, I guess when you're doing your off season, like. Do you, do you do your team, your so, teams so for example bike exchange in yours do they like instruct you guys don't touch the bike for three weeks or do a little bit do they give you any instructions for your season or are you just sort of left your own devices don't do I don't know yeah you know? like
2: don't do anything crazy
0: yeah you can't <laughs> be like climb <laughs> yeah so last year I asked to do this and I said no oh wow. um, and then I had to like properly plan it and be like this is what I'm doing and get like sort of approval. But I didn't touch the bike and just was out with mates for for three weeks in Melbourne. Um, I think coming off the Welter and Worlds, I could have a bit more of a longer break. And they also realized how cooked I was from the Welter. So I I could afford a a bit more. Um, And my
2: coach just, yeah, Gene was more like, can you please just hike Mount Lofty or something in in Adelaide? (laughs) Can you not do Philando? But no, um, yeah, he was just more like, just enjoy your time off. Um, have three weeks and talk to you pretty much at the beginning of November. So kind mm. of just, like, let us do our
0: thing, which I think is nice. Yeah, I didn't get a text message from anyone in the team for six weeks. It's nice. You just sort of switch off.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah, I bet that group chat's just all year, all year round. It's just good to have, like, a, a break from Yeah, it. yeah. Yeah. Okay. And what's uh, – did you get, like – Well, I guess, why don't you both share outside of this This sounds like a real highlight, obviously climbing that beast, but um, outside of this thing, what was another highlight for each of you of your off-season? It was just a really good uh, moment.
0: you go. I reckon just getting home, mate, to Melbourne, seeing family and friends, playing golf, having beers at the brewery, just, I guess, reconnecting with mates that uh, you don't see for a year. And Mm. I think, like, the hardest thing, not that it happened, but say with COVID or something, you spent two years in Europe, Uh, and you don't reconnect I guess it's harder when you're away for so long to to keep those mates Um, so it's just good to catch up go on the golf course have some chats yeah Um, yeah, and just did not think about the bike which was uh, very very good Um, yeah I think just getting home to be honest like I think even after doing Kilimanjaro next year we'll probably just stay home and just make the most of unwinding because as good as it was it's also like you are still on your feet and and doing things, and you almost want to just switch off and, and do a bit of nothing.
2: Yeah, and for me, I think I had only three weeks off um, because I raced track worlds. But so a lot of my off season was in Africa, um, which was really good. But then, yeah, coming back, I still had a few days off with my family and friends. And I noticed it was a little things for me, like I was able to be here for my grandma's birthday and oh, like. Nice. See, and even like picking up my little cousin from school while like he's at school, like they're the little highlights for me. Um, yeah, being able to just do the normal stuff that I miss out on during the year.
1: Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's wicked. It's, I guess, yeah, like cycling as a pro cycling lifestyle, so, yeah, I guess it's so removed from the normal things um, that, you know, just like me, just getting over from work is a normal yeah.
0: thing. There, mm. Yeah, I guess
1: those are the things. And I think
0: as well for like the Euros there. They Are going home to their friends a lot of the time too, you know, like their families and friends. Mm. So it's a bit more of an effort for us to do that, mm-hmm.
1: mm. okay? And uh, well, you must be getting a little bit excited now because I certainly am for the, for the Aussie summer coming up. Obviously, um, I'm going to be over there doing lots of stuff, which is pretty cool. But um, uh, are you both going to be around in January
0: for the Aussie racing? Yeah. Bloody earth, you'll be. Yep. calling G's name first across the line on the, oh, co- on the commentary. <laughs> no, <laughs> we'll, we'll be there for everything. I'm locked in for every Aussie race. Uh, You're maybe not Kiddos. Yeah,
2: maybe not Kiddos. But everything maybe, else. Yeah, everything,
0: everything yeah. else. So we almost don't miss a race, which is
3: nice.
0: Unbelievable. That's, that's super exciting. It feels like this
1: year, oh, this year, 2023 summer feels like it's like you know, maybe back to its pre COVID levels, you know, like it's all happening okay. with yeah, yeah like TU's back to the, the world tour status and then the women's as well. So mm-hmm. both just like double
0: world tour racing, like it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be
1: bloody epic.
0: But also if if not bigger, hey, because like even I know all the guys in our team what well, that's like it's hot who wants to come to us because they've missed it for so long. Yeah. Everyone yeah. wants to get back. Yeah. So it's like you actually gotta make the team, and I guess even more for an Aussie team. It's like every rider wants to do it, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so well organized because obviously, like the, the, say, for example, TDU, from memory, I think every year they just stay, all the riders stay in the, the Hilton in the center. And that's just like the men. Um, And so much like that must be so much better than
0: going from place to place. So I hope that the women still
2: get to stay in the Hilton actually.
0: Yeah, hopefully. I think that's why, like, I think that's why the Euros and everyone likes the race so much because you just stay in the one spot. Mm-hmm. it's a short trip either way. Like, it's just the most relaxed tour you can do. Mm. Um, I think that's why everyone loves it so much. Like, there's no admin required. Yeah, what, 30-minute transfers, 40 minutes max if you go into the hills, really. Um, it's an easy ride back down the hills for a warm down. Like, I think that's why everyone just yeah. loves it. The weather's good. and yeah. yeah. It's as good as it gets, isn't it? And I got you on the mic, so. Yeah, buddy, I always say,
1: if people haven't heard enough of this voice, they're just going to get, like, just screaming at people. I'm <laughs> up there. <laughs> just yelling the race isn't even happening i'm just like commentating everything uh, <laughs> yeah. what was i gonna say oh yeah so i imagine this is a good for the aussies right i'm sure you guys feel this way maybe on the inside but you know when you both go over to europe say for the first part of the season often like you know the euros are already a pretty good nick right and mm-hmm. you often and you're trying to adjust to their weather their racing but then Aussie Summer, this is the the tables turn, right? You guys are a bit more closer to form, better to the you know more equipped to the weather. It's a they're not so much in in shape, so it's a chance for you know for you guys to go right. Oh, you're an Oz now. It's a bit of payback
0: time, hundred eh? yeah, percent, mate. Hundred percent. Yeah. Wouldn't have it any other way. Wouldn't want to race it in winter or something here, like. Make it pump at forty five degrees. Put the <laughs> oven on and oh, get them down. Yeah. I'm a tassie girl,
2: still. I need about
1: twenty eight. Yeah, yeah. I remember the Adelaide City Centre does get pretty hot when it's whatever. it's like it's like ten degrees hotter in that city. Hey, eh? like. Oh yeah. Yeah, but um, the Bay Crits, uh, I was obviously like the first sort of race in there, and if, uh, if everyone doesn't know much about the bakery, maybe just tuned in the last maybe four years. Um. <laughs> it's usually like traditionally it's a great tune-up race because it's the week before nationals so like how is it for you guys like how do you guys view that that sort of weekend of criteriums um like in terms of your preparation like how does it help go
2: on um yeah well i think it's a great hit out before nationals at the moment i'm like yeah i'll probably race one or two um and to see how I go, like, I want to really focus on the time trial this year at Nationals. And with mm. the program, it's changed a lot, actually. So the time trials after the road race, which yes. I really think mm. throws a big spanner in the works, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, just trying to figure out my prep and uh, lead into the Nationals and hopefully be in the best form by the time trial. But, yeah, definitely, um, yeah, favourites is, yeah, really good hit out. Uh, just, you know, get the body going before the Nationals week you you're right you're racing
0: all your yeah i'll do all three for iffy we've got a good team lined up there so shout out to his team um now uh first of jan first race that'll be interesting we'll see how we uh pull up from the night before but yeah. uh yeah that's rough don't know what he's doing there but yeah look i don't mind it i love it it's not like i'm there to win so i just go there have fun with the boys and uh try get whoever i'm racing with across the line um but no it is good fun i guess at the same time like i've done him a lot in the past for the tt and just ride the front or go hard for an hour and then you can uh, do a few, few hours on the uh, Geelong coast afterwards. So it works really well. Um, and then yeah, nationals a week later and we're, we're ready to rumble, but now to be good. Real mm. good.
1: Is it, is it good riding in Geelong? I'm going to bring my bike. I'm not oh, sure. It's if it's... Sensational. Is if it... you
0: go a bit further up, so you start in Geelong and get 45 minutes out and you're on the great ocean road. Um, that's as good as you get really in Melbourne uh, or Melbourne way. Right. Mm. Um, yeah, like it's yeah, it's as good as you get within an hour of Melbourne, really. Mm, so okay. I don't mind it. Interesting.
1: What about? I, I didn't actually realise that you said George the the TTs after the road race. Yeah. yeah. Wow.
2: I had to like double check it myself. I was like, no. It's so a no, Saturday no.
0: Saturday roadie for G, Sunday for me. TTs Tuesday.
2: I was yeah.
0: Same for road worlds this year at the end of the year too, but that's that's for another story. But yeah, no yeah. track rider will be doing. Road race worlds this year because the road race is the day after the team's pursuit and the day yeah. before Madison, uh, and then the TT's yeah. after. Just weird, mm-hmm. eh? But like,
2: it's gonna be a really big, like, because that it's Glasgow, it's like the really yeah. big one, like, it's one that only happens every couple of years. So, just a big cycling festival is gonna try and jam as many races as they can in.
1: Oh, that's so like right, because they're, yeah. they're combining like BMX and everything, everything.
2: everything. everything. So, it's just it's, it will be awesome, like, it'll be really, really cool, yeah. Um. But yeah,
0: it's just going to be about, you know, seeing what events you can do
2: and.
1: Yeah, uh, which, which yeah. don't clash. Which, yeah, um, which clash. So.
2: That's later more, in
1: the year. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, there'll be a few. Look, oh, just imagine you're not going well on the roadie and you couple laps in, maybe the group's gone or you just know you're not going to, you know, how many people are gonna just get a DNF halfway through because they go, oh, you know, road race. Mm. The next day you know like uh, even the pure specialists at best sometimes they miss the roadie you know like you know Demp- yeah 100%. He, doesn't, you know, he doesn't usually go all in for the roadie or he pulls out earlier but you know those sort of guys who you'd love to see
0: and girls that are you know do both puts it in the back of your mind mm. i also hope that the people that don't usually do it do it now because there's no roadie after it so you can mm. look at it both ways like i oh, definitely look at it like you just said but you can also get like those people that second-guess it a bit or maybe don't do it because they can't win but still want to see where they fit sit, maybe they can do it now. Mm. So, if they get a few more entries, but, yeah, mm. it's, let's be honest, hopefully they don't do it like that again and they put the TT before the roadie, back to how it should be. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Gee, how did you how did you do last year in the road race? I'm trying to remember. Me. Were, you, were you in the I final group? COVID. No, I had COVID,
2: oh. so I couldn't race. So, yeah, I missed last uh, Nationals last year, so I was watching – from bed um but yeah so i'm really excited to race and oh, yeah. i've only ever raced it once before to be honest the road race which year it was, with, um, it was the year before so 2020 2020 in the break the punctured
0: race. in the break yeah it was in the break and, punctured. and the break that won yeah it was so the a break really stayed away all day
2: hard it was a really hard day um, yeah but
3: yeah, no
2: yeah. i'm i'm excited i haven't raced the time trial either um yeah.
1: Oh, that's going to be a battle royale in the TT for girls. Blue, Roy, yeah, Brown, that is a fast.
3: Yeah.
1: And yeah, yeah, far out. The road race course, that seems like a very good course for you, Georgia. I know,
2: oh, got to get up that call again. <laughs> <laughs> but, I could potentially get the Strava through the uni and yeah. get back on. Yeah, there you go. Where we are.
3: <laughs> <They're defending. laughs> yeah, we'll
1: see. Is for for that for Bunny is it a case of like I hear a lot of different stories about how people train for that particular yeah, for Bunny Yong course, it's you know, it's the same one every year. Mm. But like, is it just a case of you know just practicing this time effort at you know, this many reps, you know, it takes you eight minutes to get up and doing it 15 mm. times. Or is it more
0: than that? I can't say I've ever done specifics in terms of like race sims. Uh, I know a lot of people do. I think at the end of the day, like you're doing six thousand, five and a half thousand calories in 35 degrees. It's just who's fit enough. Mm. It's not a, it doesn't almost come down to race sim because you can't simulate 6,000 calories in a day in 40 degrees really. It's just whoever's got the – especially for the, that's for the men's anyway because it's so long. It's just mm. whoever's got, whoever's fit enough. It's not like it doesn't even come down to sims because – yeah, I guess at the end of the day, like the power I was doing last year and the last two laps was you look at the file and you don't almost don't believe it because it was so low. And hmm. It's just because it's so hard and long that, you know what I mean? Like you're never going to go out for five and a half hour training day that and be able to do that. Like it's just you don't feel that much the day before or anything like that. You just can't replicate it. Hmm. Um, and yeah, you haven't done it or lasted to the end. Money yeah. totally Bloody like. punches. You're due some good
1: luck. Yeah. You're due some good luck. Seriously. Yeah. Hey, Legends. I hope you're enjoying the episode with Plappy and George Baker. So good to be back. First one of the year. But for the summer, Cyclic are the summer sponsor of the podcast. Huge shout out to them. They make an amazing product. I love all the cycling tech. I love all the stuff, Okay. And I love reading all the reviews. It used to be my job to know all this stuff, okay? And I really love a product that works, and it's the reason why I brought on Cyclic. They make a product that I think is extremely useful to cyclists who ride um, a lot of Ks or the ride every day to work or anything like that, or you race. It's great to have this product, which is a dash cam for cyclists, okay? They make the rear and the front cam. The front Fly 12 Sport is brand new, and um, these things record on loop and they both have a battery life of over six hours. The front has seven hours. So that means once you turn this thing on, it's recording your whole ride, no matter what, on loop. And they even include an SD card. I really like that in the box. So these things are really cool. We'll talk about them more throughout the year, but if that sounds like something that you'd be interested in, head to cyclic.com and check out these units, get one, Start your year off right, and um yeah, you know, supporting them supports the podcast. So, anyway, legends, let's get back to the episode. Georgia Baker, Luke Platt, two champions. Hope you enjoy. I can't wait to be on the um the climb. I've never been to nationals before, so uh, not oh, really? not, elite, not elite nationals. I mean, f- six juniors, which is you know, yeah. Oh, mate, you're gonna love it. I'm gonna be on bunny on hill. I'm gonna. St- I'm gonna start painting stuff. What should I paint on the road?
0: All right, get just get it out the night before, mate. It'll be sensational. Get you out there. <laughs> Megaphone. Yeah. That'll sure be good get. fun. Music. I'll stand there Saturday with you.
1: Yep. Yep. I'll uh yeah, I'll steal the mic off Mac up the side of the road. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I'm looking forward to it. Just the, there, hey. yeah. It's the yeah. you know, it's the closest we get to those. Um, you know, like we would have experienced in the in the Vulture and in the tour as well, G.
0: Like. Um the people on the side of the road, they're wild. Taylor, the world was good. I don't know if oh, you, yeah, the worlds was yeah, that was pretty amazing.
1: Give I us your. the Oz Yeah, that Mount Pleasant climb was popping off up there. Holy shit. It was mm. wild. What was um what was, give us the highlights uh for some of those weeks that you can think of now from from uh the world champs? were some uh, highlights that spring to mind? Uh-uh
2: well my highlight was actually the team time trial day it was my birthday so it was a good day and yeah we got a bronze medal which felt like a gold (laughs) but yeah it was really cool because it was was down to the wire between us and germany and i remember like celebrating like we'd won it. yeah um and i have never raced in an event like that before where the men and the women could race together um you know, I've always shared success with women's team, like in the team's pursuit, but, yeah, it was a different dynamic and it was really cool. Um, it was a really relaxed um, environment as well, mm. but we all were also, you could see that we really wanted it and we all gave it our best. And so when we um, got bronze and we were on the podium, yeah, it was really cool. I couldn't wipe the smile off my face and everyone was just, like, buzzing after that. Give okay.
0: each other hugs. And- yeah. No, it was a good vibe, like, proper yeah. good vibe.
2: So yeah. it just kind of, like, brought the team together and, Brought everyone
1: together and yeah, ready for the roadie as well. And no, I, I, that was definitely the highlight for me um, mm. for sure. Yeah, there's something it's about awesome. um, there's something about winning as a as a team. You all have one goal when you when you pull something off or achieve a really good result as a team. Like it just feels so good, and it's probably heightened for you guys as well because not often in well not often cycling you get to work as a team or the, the the teamwork actually pays off often you do a lot of work together but you don't get a result but when you do it feels mm. so good especially when it doesn't yeah. happen as often
0: yeah no it was good i mean the girls carried us boys through a bit Like i think we finished fifth or sixth in the book boys group and they they carried us through to get a medal but uh now it was good fun just facing something like uh bling and derbo and then the girls as well like it's oh, like it's the first time australia ever done it so hopefully we do it more and Mm. Yes, we put our hands up and make sure we're staples in that team um let's take to worlds anyway but mm. no it was uh it's very very good event uh and the roadie atmosphere was good the weather was good which is basically the best day for well the men's road race was the only good day for the whole week mm. um, oh yeah 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 so did, did you no, guys
1: did you guys learn anything from um any of your teammates in australia like obviously you you, know, you don't get to racing it to- together at all unless you're on the same team but like was there anyone did you learn anything from bling or um did you learn anything from some of your teammates sarah or
2: yeah i do i definitely do learn things like i always pick up and for us it's always it might be just the really small things like at worlds i i with grace um which was really good and just getting to know her a lot better like obviously know i from the women's peloton and racing in europe but never really get to talk to her and just like one-on-one um but yeah you just pick up little things I suppose and I can't remember off the top of my head exactly what they are but they might just be tiny little things that you're like oh okay I might like do that myself Mm. or that's good to know um or just like yeah different routines and things like that yeah I'm trying to think now off the top of my head
0: I think for me like it's probably bad to say this and I know all us boys had like a massive debrief and reflection after the roadie but it's like you can go so much deeper for your Aussie compatriots and your teammates wearing the green and gold. Like mm-hmm. for some reason you just, you can go deeper and, and you're willing to slot a gap that maybe you wouldn't in your trade team or yeah. Look, I think when when you're representing Australia and you had those boys and we had such a good group who like, like a few of them, because I was racing the TT, I wasn't there, but a few of them had like a training camp areas in Canberra with bling. And it, it's just, you're willing to go deeper, you know, like it's, mm-hmm. it's a bit of Aussie pride there and a bit of Aussie battler spirit that I think, yeah, I think all of us went a lot deeper than we probably would in, uh, in a normal stage race or, or one-day race where sometimes maybe you're two minutes down, you normally pull out or something. You're, you're still yeah. trying to do that extra bit for your, for your mate.
2: Yeah, I think this world, so we're definitely all in for each other. Mm.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: the culture within our team um, was really good, and I think we worked really hard on that. I know particularly in the women's group, we did. We had a lot of meetings and a lot of uh, culture meetings like leading up to the World Championships. And just talking about our race plan um so everyone was died everyone was on the same page and it was all in and i think that's why you get a team that gels like that and has the ability to put it all in for each other
1: Mm. yeah Yeah. you guys definitely race like it it was sick to watch like especially in that roadie like towards the end as well when maybe it was it was Brody and and roy was there and uh yeah yeah and alex of course and then like Brody would go, and then Sarah went for that huge hit at the end, which was <laughs> wild. Like, that was so cool.
3: Yeah, they were insane.
1: Yeah. Sure yeah, oh, yeah. That was epic. I was near the start line when – um and, you know, it was just started pissing down as well, and she was off solo. Like, that was so sick. And then same with the men. Mm. Like, you know, you boys out the front in the break all day, like, that would have been sick. Going up that climb, your own pace. Um, yeah, that was
3: very good. Very, yeah. very good.
1: Did the – um yeah, did the jersey bloody proud. Now, for next year's worlds, feels like this year, um, do you guys like, is there, I'm trying to remember how they do the selection. Is it like, is there a key races that you have to sort of perform at that that's how they yeah.
0: pluck out or pull you? Yeah. Basically, yeah. yeah. Yeah, There's key
2: okay. races that they will
0: let us know. Um, Almost every monument. Yeah. 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 Uh, then for TTs, it's every TT over thirty k. Oh, over thirty k, of course. Which, so this year, is, there's only think there was one. Yeah. Like in the whole, the girls didn't have one. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think we had one in the guys. <laughs> so there's not many. Um, but yeah, so I'm like, it's unlike structure I'm pretty like off the top of my head, it was every monument mm-hmm. um, and yeah, every TT it was over thirty k. And then it's as always up Any to discretion.
2: And it might, and it also be like a race where the course or park parkours is. The yeah, of
0: course. course. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Okay. All
1: right. Okay. So, what about this? Um, talking about twenty twenty two. Okay. So, I guess this was. I mean, for both of you, it was like your first full year in the, yeah, you know, top top flight. Um, so. Uh, if you can pick one or two things, maybe it might be the first, just the first thing that comes to mind, but what was something that really worked for you this year with regards to, uh, say, how you prepared for races or how, um, you know, you just got set up, ready at a race?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, what worked?
2: Um, yeah, for me, for me, I think, for me, I found what really worked. Uh, was my first year trialling both track and road together. Um And I think that really worked for me. I found that I had like the road fitness and the aerobic capacity um, really benefited my TP and just my my track form. Mm. Um, And I also think like obviously I honed in a little bit more into my time travelling as well, which also benefited my teams for shooting. So I think that dynamic and just knowing that the transition between the road and track, for me personally, is working is working well. So that was a good bonus. Like that was really positive for me.
0: Mm, yeah, okay. Yeah. Probably the opposite for me. I can't, <laughs> knowing that the, uh, the level is so high in, in both the men's and women's and George is lucky enough to do both. But, yeah, I think, look, I was trying to, I guess, do a bit on the front for Ethan and lead outs, trying to see where I can go in a climb, trying to do a bit of time trailing and then seeing what happened on the track and realising that. Yeah, you can't. Like, I definitely can't do it all. Um, we are very different
2: riders.
3: Yes, we are. Least, like, no, I was just saying. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like, I'd um, like to be able to win races and I put my I'd arms in here, like to the air like
2: George. and <laughs> top five
0: but Yeah. So I think what I learn is to focus on some individual things next year rather than try to do a bit of it all. Yeah. Leave okay. that to leave that to a hater. Yeah.
1: Well, it's like like George said, it's different riders too. Like it yeah. makes sense to me that maybe the track team's pursuit uh the crossover to onto the track is a little bit easier for you georgia because you know you're a bit more if you're going side-by-side types of riders you know, a bit more punchy a bit more anaerobic maybe um yeah. say so you would be plappy, of course suited to yeah. the maybe longer efforts or repeated repeated longer efforts um but it's it's interesting because i guess you just like it's just trial and error eh um and i
0: think
2: this year was a bit of trial and error
0: yeah i think we both know sort of where we want to or where we can go to, and what disciplines, and like mm-hmm. also like what races to target. I think that's a big one. Like I, I guess last year the team did my calendar for me, and they just said let's try a bit of everything. We think you sort of fit here, but and I was like, well, I'd take your word for it. we don't have a clue yeah. whether this year. Or only a couple of weeks ago at team camp, I like looked around. I said, well, that's they're the races I want to do. Like you know what you suit and where you want to be, and um, also just what the pelotons like um yeah. so that was a big thing. Like I, I I know what races I want to go to now and what work for me um and also just like oh if I do a race two weeks out from my target race it's good or if you do one two weeks out no, I don't have enough time for recovery you just know I guess what mm-hmm. works and what doesn't where yeah I think that's just what I've never experienced before or both of us haven't yeah you just know how to hone in on things and I know that you can't just turn up to a grand tour of Com games track legs <laughs> like, <laughs> That was, that was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh
1: okay, so what about this? Um as we did what worked, what didn't work. Um, was there anything that uh like did you is there anything that surprised you about your first full year uh at the top? Um anything at all that sort of stood out? Like for me, I thought um just give you an idea of where I'm thinking of this is after the Australian summer, you know, particularly on the women's side, Georgia, you, um, Ruby, uh, you guys were sort of dominating that summer period. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, you're doing pretty well in the Aussie stuff. I'm like, wonder, the- can't be that far away from the top European girls. And then you, you know, you went to maybe the first couple of Italian races and you were both right up there. You know, Balsamo was popping off and you guys were, you know, in the top 10, top three for one of the races too. I was not surprised, but I was like really piqued my interest to go, wow, that gap is a lot smaller than I think most people realize. And then you think about all the other women that you're racing in the summer, they're not that far behind either in a lot of the racing. You're thinking like it just made me think like, geez, like the Australian, um, particularly in the last two years, the Australian scene is strong. Um, yeah. that kind of surprised me, but I wasn't able to fully see it until, you know, some of the results from you, George, and um and then, of course, here yeah, the men yeah, as well.
2: Really uh, yeah, definitely. I think um, the Australian summer definitely helped us prepare for the beginning mm. of the European season. Um, we, we got those really good results early on for the team in Valencia and I was just like, wow, this is amazing. Like, I remember being <laughs> like, this is so cool. Like,
0: this, is, this is a piss take. This yeah, is easy. All, like, <laughs> like, well,
2: Ruth has got, like, second of our summer. Like, or second our third or third, third in, like, her first race and I was just like... I remember I drove it up the climb and she could hold. She held on with Alex and then they did a really good lead out. And yeah, really good. Second, I was like, yeah, this is what we're here for. Like, this is great. Like, and I was like, I can do this all the time, you know. And yeah, but I think also I have to say, like everyone in Valencia, it's like for us, it's kind of like uh, I don't want to compare it to like Baycrits where people are finding their legs. Yeah. But I suppose yeah. for the European, it's like. People are using that to see where their form's at to maybe Mm -hmm. gain some fitness as well. Where we're coming like red hot, we were last Mm -hmm. year anyway, coming red red hot off our Australian summer in top form, like ready to dominate. And I think for me personally, what I learned is that, um, you know, I also need to be coming in with that form in for the the major classics. Mm -hmm. And whereas I felt like maybe I was a little bit tired um, towards the back end. And you know, just picking up little mm. like colds and things like that, and oh, yeah. um, yeah, just getting quite fatigued. I think that's common in within our first in our first year as well, with so much racing that I hadn't done before. But yeah, it's just like making sure I can maintain that energy and that form, and um, yeah, all the way through my match my, my spring. So mm. yeah, that was. That was probably the one thing I definitely learned is just to manage that a little bit differently this year.
0: I think, like, what you could see as well is after what happened at the start of year with the girls and even the guys this year, like, a heap of Aussies signed pro this year or for the coming season. Like, yeah. I think we almost – maybe what a lot of us did and, and all the Aussies did this year is said, hey, look, the Aussies' hand is pretty strong. So the teams took a bit more notice as to what, yeah. what, what goes on there. and yeah. have now signed, like, well, I think every – team's oh. pursuit rider almost for the girls is pro next year like it's nearly, yeah. almost nearly yeah. um i keep heap more heaps more guys went pro like yeah heaps so, more my age so yeah. it's pretty cool to see like yeah what we did like we showed that the aussies are up there and i guess got got all your mates and helped them and like yeah they know that the aussies the aussie scene is strong and that we can compete yeah. um but i guess the thing i realized was like sort of what like joyce with valencia like uae is not anything to like you can't go over there and <laughs> measure yourself because no one's turning up there in form um, which I was like oh yeah not too bad and then got to Catalonia and those world tour races in Europe oh. and I was just like whoa like yeah okay there's a whole new level and I was like okay that's the level we build you build you build and you get to welter, and you're like okay there's also another level on top of that like yeah it's just ridiculous yeah okay, uh, imagine the
1: tour right eh? holy
0: shit Right, yeah, like, just be ridiculous
1: yeah, and it must have felt so sick to you know to complete first Grandy like um, but well, I mean for, for both years, pretty special. Um, yeah, know, just one of those things. It's a cyclist thing, isn't it? Like you're ticking that one off. It's um yeah, ticked it, it off.
0: off. Didn't think it was ever gonna happen. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that was brutal. Um, yeah, but nah, we'll see. Uh, yeah, I want to do another one. Uh, hopefully this year if not the or hopefully next year if not the year after i just don't know how it fits with the program next year mm. but uh yeah learn a lot hey like just they're so different to what you can ever prepare for or i yeah. guess it's also not you can't prepare for one in a year like it's those years before on the track and that don't help you you know like, you need a few miles in the legs that's definitely what i found anyway um and talking to like jared and cal and those boys who we're all sort of in it together. Like it was first week we're all like flying around like, oh yeah, we got this. Like we're in the bunch and then after day seven, we're all in the group together and like <laughs> you just look around for each other in the bunch. And you know, even if like you do your job in the first few hours of the race and you're like, All right, let's find the Aussie boys and just get ready to roll into the finish line together and take yeah, me home. Yeah. <laughs> or like A twenty one. I basically it was like five thousand meters, five twenty kilometer oh. bergs. Like it was horrible. And I just went straight to Caden and said, mate, I'm going to need you to get me through this. And we just rode to the finish line (laughs) together. It was brutal, mate. But I guess if – I'm glad there's a few eyes there to keep the morale high because it would have been – I don't know if I would have made it just mentally riding with people I didn't know for basically the best part of 15 days. Oh, yeah. And there's always someone
1: like – if you get stuck in a group, there's always someone that's just riding the wrong pace, you know. And when you're in the box, you just – you just yeah,
0: go away. Sure. I'm <laughs> happy to. I'm happy to call out Daryl. Daryl and me, one day up uh, Sierra Nevada, mate. He got on the front, and I was just like, "Come on, man! Like, we're 20 minutes within this time cut. Like, let's just turn it back." A bit. He <laughs> you just done had his foot on the gas a little bit too much, and then Durbo's like come from like, oh, there's about 60 of us in group and Durbo's come from probably 59th wheel to first wheel, doing an effort up the side, and just got Daryl, slow down. <laughs> and everyone wanted to do it, but like. Dermo yeah. could because It does but yeah, that yeah, was, yeah. there's funny, some more stories, yeah. that's for sure.
1: Yeah, do you, can you uh, okay, what well, have you do people try and like give you stuff after the stages, like at, at any race? Does anyone during the year try and give you like a present or something?
0: Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you get like you get offered to like swap bottles of beer or something for your jerseys and and things like that. Um,
2: oh yeah i got
0: yeah
2: i a guy wanted just a jersey and then i got um like a real big bag of haribo lollies and chocolates and Mm. that's why i knew what i was getting that's why i did the trade because i was like i need this at the end of the tour so i got like we got a big bag of lollies all these different types of chocolates for the team so that was that was worth
0: it and you wouldn't even you wouldn't even cross the finish line before your bottles were taken like we're, say you're not in the final bunch sprint or the, the you're not in the final, like right for the last 15k, you just got fans yelling out, bit on, bit on, and you find a little kid and you just yeah, give it to them, give them to and,
1: the kids. Yeah, yeah, give it to the kids, good. not the like yeah. the crusty old boys coming at you, own. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, did you
2: They've guys? Got have,
1: plenty, plenty already. Yeah, oh, yeah, did you ever see that video of that um that bloke trying to take the bottle of Marco Haller? Oh, it's still. Oh, no, no, I've watched on on YouTube, and this this guy he's like forty years old, Marco is just sort of cruising across the line. Might have been it was something like Catalonia, say, and he's got it like I don't have one, but he's got it sort of just sitting in his mouth, one of those tax bottles, and he's you know it's his finished bottle or whatever with his protein drinking it, and this guy like takes it out of his mouth, yeah. like while he's got it, and Marco, you know, he's like nicest dude ever. Like the Austrian unit came yeah, out, yeah, and yeah, him man. it's all on video. It's very funny,
0: and, no, and I like, like that. That way, eh? like they're proper like that. Aren't yeah. they? it's like, just because they're so passionate, and you don't want to stop it. But it's also like, yeah, come on, man, like,
1: give it to the kids, give yeah. it to the kids. I like that one. Or I've yeah. seen before, um, someone on the side of the road, someone's done it at TDU before. They just create like a giant, you know, like one of those things you run through at the footy in your fiftieth game. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, you going to pin your bottle through the hole. It's like a big target. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like,
0: yeah. That's how you get a lot of, bulk, like a lot of, um,
2: a lot yeah, of space, yeah, a lot yeah. of beer if
1: you
2: had
0: one of them. No, it is for good. Sure. Yeah, okay. But the best thing that uh from the vulture actually is like you just get these random fans halfway up the road, like for say final climb, climbs twenty k long, it's thirty degrees, and there's just random fans with cans of coke or bottles of water like offering it to you. And it's just the best like, for morale. You just get this random that's holding a can of Coke out. Or on this day that I was with Skip out the back, like Stage line, there was a Estrella uh, Spanish beer on the side note. So I bang, cracked it open. <laughs> like ago. It was brilliant. Okay. That's so sick. Uh, all
1: right. So this is what I've got, right? Um, actually, one more question. So this I'm going to break into two things. This next part take like five minutes. It's just 10 questions. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be quick. But for this last part, and now we have to snip this out. Uh, anyway, um, for this last part, of all the Australians that have been uh, signed to a World Tour team in the last, you know, yeah, the most recent ones this year that are going to be pro next year, who are uh, who are you most happy to see get a contract?
0: Uh well that's the second part, or is that now? Uh, this is now. All uh- right. Are you going to say Blake quick? Yeah, it's, for like, me it's obvious. Oh, Blake Quick. I hope Georgia even thinks yeah, that too. Me too. Like he's uh look, he's best mate. He's raced together since we were juniors. Junior world Madison champ, and that bloke wakes up in the morning and pisses excellence. He's <laughs> as talented as you get, and I reckon he'll if he gets a chance. And I think he's stepping into a very good lead out and and team. And yeah, I think he'll do some pretty big things. Hey, like, mm. bloody excited too, and. Even Bakeritz, like I think that's what I'm more pumped about racing Baker, it's I get to be on his team and mm-hmm. and just yeah, oh, I am I'm pumped for it, mate. I'd be doing the national matter with him in uh December. Oh, where sick. Got him got him out of retirement on the track bike. So yeah, I'm very keen to see him him race and hopefully we end up on the same team one day.
2: Yeah, Blake's definitely mine too. I'll stoked when he signed. But I've also got like my track teammates that have also signed. So mm-hmm. we've got Amber, mm-hmm. Alyssa, and Maeve who are signed both. Yeah. So, um, so they're super, yeah, super mm. exciting to see what they can do. Mm. And also Georgie Howe, who's going to be new in our team. Oh, yes. Powerhouse. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, really we've good. Got Georgie, Lisa, and Amber all signing into Bike Exchange. So we've got, yeah, some exciting riders coming in, new team, yeah, yeah. some more Aussies, which is cool. Mm. Um,
3: yeah, so sick. All
2: Aussie, all Aussie signings are really exciting. It's yeah. Nice on the Peloton and more to talk to yeah definitely
1: just flooding yeah. it. some um, yeah i can't wait to see you know how everyone will be so g'd up for this year's summer because it's just like it's right there they can see it yeah and
0: everyone's coming back hey like everyone's coming back because it's the first tdu in years like everyone wants to be or every aussie wants to be a part of it so like eight national is going to be huge t is going to be huge like, it's going to yeah. be awesome it's going to be awesome
1: Alright, legends, that is the first episode of 2023 done and dusted. Big shout out to Plappy and GB. Make sure you follow them on Instagram. Um, And also, if you like this episode, check out our YouTube channel because we did a top 10 moments of 2022 on our YouTube. Now, that part wasn't included in this episode, so it's a little bonus. If you're still listening now, one, you're an absolute legend, two, head to the YouTube and watch the top 10 moments. It really is a crack up. Um, in video form on the TPR YouTube channel, and um, yeah. But anyway, huge shout out to, of course, Swift, Smith Optics, Cyclic, Attacker, and you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. Leave a review if you haven't already on Apple. If you're an Apple user, you know, scroll down, hit the star, write something funny, even sledge me if you want. Um, Or if you're on Spotify, hit the little star button in there as well. Legends, we're going to be back with another episode in a couple days' time. Might be about the Bay Crits, could be Nationals. It's going to drop very soon. Hope you enjoy and thank you so much. I'll see you again.